Zeef, Gungan Detective. Captain Worm of Ithor. Zavix, Jedi Master, Philanthropist, Playboy. Narset Jin, Jedi Sorceress. And I'm GM Lurch, everybody else. And this is Star Wars, showdown on Iceball Station. All right, so there's a group of beings over there. And uh, as you approach, they there's room for you to join them at the three or four tables that they've occupied. They see that you already have a drink, but they signal for the uh, nearby server to go and fetch another round for everyone uh, as you make your way over and uh, are able to insinuate yourself among them. And they uh, ask where you're from. You know, uh, really word hasn't gotten out, gotten out about how things have gone downhill here. Uh, a shame. You should have stayed wherever you were. Is your transport still here? Because if there's a suitable transport that's willing to be hired, uh, I know a couple of us are looking to get off world, if possible. That sort of thing. Why are you guys taking off so quickly? They gesture across the railing and past the the imported plants uh, down onto the main floor where uh, Night Jin is being slowly surrounded by sweaty Imperials and go, uh, the clientele has really gone downhill in the last few months. Mm -hmm. That's putting it mildly. The um, Rodian uh, leans forward and says, the place has always had a certain core leaning, but this is really too much. I would say, well, I hear there's still it's some It's honestly surprising that you see a uh, Rodian in here. Yeah. But he's he's got the right... I'm just here to like, see the sights and, uh, and, uh, and make some money. If you guys can help me out in that kind of way, I'd be much appreciated. A few of them, uh, you, you see the glint in their eye. And uh, one of the fellows leans back and picks up his drink and looks at it wistfully and says, Yeah, they had to close down the tables. Once most of the clients who could leave left, we asked them to keep just one or two open, but it wasn't worth it. But maybe with some new blood, we can get a game going. Sounds fair. Cards, dice. Let's go with some dice. Two or three of the guys are look ready to go at this, but the droid is reapproaching with the drinks. One of the fellows uh, stands up and says, we have some new blood, gentlemen. It's good to see that the real expatriate club isn't completely on the down and out. Let's take these drinks and adjourn upstairs. He gestures back down to the main floor and says, you might want to retrieve your companion before she's irretrievable, sir. <laughs> uh, and uh, they start filing towards the turbo lift. A very... It's the, the, the Shelliday? What were the turtle mechanics on the Colossus. I think like, they were called Chelodons, I want to say. Yeah, he's a he's a Chelodon, and somehow he is trying to keep this place going. His small follow-the-pattern brain as this... Chelodon. Like, he, he was the scruffy of this place, and somehow it devolved into his holdings, so he is just keeping everything going with, like, the same programming on the droids. And then these Imperials have come in, and he is a Shelladay. Because even though he was going to be a Mitch McConnelly-looking human, he's got to be a Turtle Man. So Makes more the sense. Turtle Man in the manager's office stands in the doorway and watches as all of his non-remnant patrons make their way off of the main level and up the turbo lifts, either to the casino floor or their room. But either way, he's now alone down here 
with nothing but these Imperials and the droids, uh, which still think he's the janitor. He's just <laughs> the only sort of management around. Zavix, the Imperials are still too in awe by the fact that you're wearing what looks like a high-ranking military uniform, even though it's not an Imperial one, to give you space to, like, not get sweaty on you as you get towards Narset. Narset, you wanted to do a perception check with your Ed well, and Force die? I'm fucking surrounded, so... Well, to, I mean, gonna... yeah. so, I don't know if you want to perceive what's around you right now. Yeah, you feel horny. Don't want to sense those emotions. Yeah, no. Yeah. You really don't. <laughs> have you ever been to Tatooine? It's like I that. just want to be like you know what I what I am interested. I'm not interested in drinks, but I'm interested in volcanoes. Be like more interested in what's going on at that facility at the at the volcano than what's going on here. None of y'all have anything of interest. Um, no, none of these sweaty mopes uh, do. But if you want to make a check, maybe triumphantly a technician has. So go no, ahead and I'll just say that out loud. That oh, you're just saying that out loud and completely dismissing them and not even trying. Like, She's playing hard to get. Sorry, it's playing no, hard I'm to get right now. I'm saying out loud. I don't think any of you people have information or have anything that I want right now. Yeah. So, a gesture so, over to Narset that that I'm heading towards the turbo lift. And I'm gonna follow. You just push your way through them. Once you reach the other side of the ring of Imperials and are walking across thing. the main floor... Oh, no, that's right. Zavix was talking to the other group. Yeah, once you're moving towards Zavix and you get out of the ring of Imperials, you hear one of the guys that you just left behind go, Now that's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and they all go back to their tables and drinks to talk about the fact that they saw you. They're like, Oh man, I can't wait to tell everyone who wasn't here how I saw a woman and she insulted a group of us that I was included. She talked to me. She was like, I'm interested in volcanoes. And I was like, sorry, I don't know nothing about volcanoes. <laughs> but I'll make you erupt if you want. And she sauntered off, but I knew she wanted it. That's what every single guy in that room is going to go tell every guy who wasn't here. She said because... some false word. And you know that story's going to grow over this time, is, too. This is the most exciting thing yeah. that's happened yes. to these you just, guys. You caused some major ripples in that bar. Right? <laughs> like, I, at least at least five dudes in this room have at one point tried to molest one of these waitress bots at this point. <laughs> Sounds like, about that's, right. That's... I'm just I, I I know enough guys who can enter enter the, Rick and Morty. Four guys to know that that's happening. Yeah. Who would have known that the so most guys... newsworthy occurrence on this planet is Bendu's ass so far? <laughs> and she's wearing like that huge coat, so it's just like a girl's face. She had long hair, guys, and it wasn't. I know, like, one of the in a super unflattering color. white fur coat too. Yeah, like... it's just she's only got two presents. She's so she's entirely average looking. She's Arcanian, so she's got like those eerie white like eyes. It. Yeah. But they're like, that'll do. <laughs> yeah, right, like, oh man. Good uh, enough, good yeah. enough. Uh, underneath that storm. coat, man. Underneath that coat, she probably had legs and a torso. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah. And then like I take the coat off and I'm like that Jedi Master who's half fucking snake. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Anaconda Far. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you guys uh, escape to the turbo lift. Zeef, your drink arrived. Uh, you guys head up. There is a casino up there, and we'll finish this out with a round of gambling roll and see, you know, if the force continues to be with you or not. 
aspect of it. And you can see that, like, these guys seem legitimately pleased that you're here. Two or three of them are talking with Zavix about how excited that they are that somebody's here and that they're going to go up and do some gambling. Because with the guys that are here, they got tired of playing the same damn hands of Pazak against each other night after night, and they eventually just settled down to drinking. But with some fresh faces here, uh, maybe the luck will be different. Um, and they seem legitimately glad that there are just more non-imperial remnant, you know, like civilized folk that are here at the club with them and like excited about it. Uh, and you don't even need the force to tell you that. You can see it in their faces. The Turgolith hits the top, uh, second level and opens. There's another round room similar to the main level below that I haven't mapped out yet with gaming tables situated around. There are card and dice tables, uh, wheels for uh, other chance games stuff. Again, Canto Bite in small here. You know, the whole thing is the size of maybe that one gambling room that we saw in Last Jedi, and that's all they've got, but it's enough. They've got whatever you would be interested in, but not enough patrons to actually keep any of it running. But the lights come on slowly. There's a bar in the center of the room directly above the bar below. Um, you can see that up here there are some bottles on the top shelf that haven't been brought down to where the remnant uh, could get their mitts on it. Uh, a An older uh, style of serving droid uh, that is built like a tuxedo uh, dressed uh, gentle droid is powering up behind the bar as you enter and the slot machines along the walls uh, come on one at a time as well um, and uh, the man in the lead of this group turns uh, towards you uh, with this room behind him and spreads his wide to, gentlemen we'll game again uh, and turns struts into the room and the two guys that have been talking to you on the way up, Zavix say. After you, friend, of course. You said chance uh, cubes. The dice tables are directly across from That sounds fun. Let's walk up to that table and uh, put down what's the minimum bet. All right, so the way it works is you can set your bet, and then you can use negotiation. They will match it, and you can use negotiation checks to increase how much they will put in against you beyond that. And then after we roll, your successes will allow you to win out more than you potentially put in to begin with. I see. Okay, well, I'd like to gamble all 35 of my uh, coins. Are you going to use any of... Is Narsek going to help bankroll this operation at all? Uh, negative. Negative. Oh, okay. Trust me. All right, cool. In a Hintaro round, each player throws two chance cubes. Each player has the option to re-roll a single chance cube once, but if so, he must take the second result no matter what. The goal is to obtain pairs of matching symbols on the two chance cubes. Once all players have re-rolled or decided not to do so, a single player throws the Hintaro, a unique chance cube with various symbols on its facing. The results of the single Hintaro modifies the results for each player's roll to determine the round's winner. You guys will all be rolling to represent the other players who are playing against Zavix. So okay. I will be the dealer, the Hintaru. All anti 35. Okay. Each player rolls two blue dice that correspond to the chance cubes they are using. 
So go ahead and roll two boosts each, guys, and you're trying to get your symbols to match. Okay, so that's me rolling, and go ahead and roll two blues, Z. You can do that roll. Okay, go for it then. No one has matched symbols. Crescent. Oh, uh, so can I... I can roll again though, right? That's what you said, right? You get to re-roll after we do the additional betting. So like right now, none of your stuff, you know, you don't have matches. And then we'll do another round of betting, basically. So Zeef has a match and won't want to re-roll, but his match might not match the Hintaru. You know what I mean? Right. So Zeef has a match pair and his gambler isn't going to re-roll as the Rodian to your right throws his chance cubes and they come down landing on the same faces. He goes, well, after that, so after everyone's rolled once, uh, everyone can add a new bet to the pot. Wait, wait, actually, I've got a question. Could I use yes. my uh, my force move to influence those dice? That's Certainly. Shit. That's the whole point of playing a dice game when you're a Jedi Master. When you're a Jedi, you, you can do the... Absolutely yeah, do it. Like, yeah. If you want to do a thing that a guy did on screen in the Star Wars, how could I say no? <laughs> you know, we've we've okay, seen cool. that happen. Yeah, so on your reroll, right. you can definitely fix this the problem, you know what I mean? Yeah. So after everyone is wagered once, um, you are, sir, as our guest, you're in like the, the prime position. So you're sitting to the right of the dealer, Zavix, and you have the option to increase your ante at this point. I will increase my ante. Okay, so you can double it, I suppose. Oh, two, you want to go to 100? Excellent. Um, the to money you don't have you, there. They don't know that. You've increased <laughs> to 100. Um, Warham, how does your, you know, you're playing. My player. Game. Yeah, how's your gambler with his unmatched, also unmatched? I mean, these are all, people. like, pretty well-off guys, right? Exactly, yeah, and they've been waiting yeah, so. for this. Ooh. Yeah, so, so I'm starting low, very very low. Yeah, so I, I think you're, you just roll with you're it. You're going as well, okay? Uh, the guy I am rolling as looks at the fact that his pair match Zeef's pair, and he nods to himself, and he also increases his bet. Uh, Zeef, your gambler already has a match pair. Right, so Is I should gonna... reroll. He he won't, but is he going to match this increased ante? Is he going to increase the ante any himself? Yeah, he's got the best hand. Yeah, he's definitely going to match it. Okay, is he's he going to up the pair. ante anything himself? Uh, he's just going to he's just going to see them. Okay, uh, so now anyone who needs to reroll can reroll one of their die. And uh, Zavik, when you do, you will also roll your force. So you okay. just roll like one one blue, one right? Blue. And then you. And a force die. Just one blue, and then one blue four. and a force die to see whether you'll need to, you know, use strain in the dark side to make this happen or not. Okay, so actually, you rolled the face that matched your first face. So, oh, perfect. And the force <coughs> wasn't really with you anyway. You could have rolled a second force die because remember you force rating two, so you would right. should roll two, but you didn't need to, you know, because yeah. it, it, it your hand is now matching, and you might also want to use the force to, you know affect the Hintaru itself. Alright, Warham. Not so a I do face. not match, so right. I'm like out, I guess? Yeah, I guess you don't have a chance to win this. Yes. Okay. Zavix? Uh, yeah, you've already rolled, so now I'm rolling for the other guy with the unmatched pair. And Z he 
also doesn't have a match pair, so he's out. So now it's between this gambler who's got match success and advantage and Zavik who's got matched advantage. And I am about to roll the Hintaru. Failure cancels a success and each threat cancels an advantage and that gives you your payout. And it has a threat. So, so you don't have tie, any threats right? to cancel. Yeah. It cancels one of Zeef's threats. So he has two successes and an advantage and Zavix has two, two successes. Success. So the payout is... I like that he's gambling against me to win the money to pay me with... Well, it's not Zeef. Yeah. Well, I know, but but like I'm controlling Zeef and the proxy with which he's going to use to pay Zeef. Yeah, and this money is going to get go to you. You know that, right? I mean, I'm I'm hoping that, but you know, no. a lot can happen between you getting that and cashing out of the casino. That's true. In my in my line of work, right, I don't so... I don't count the credits till they're in my hand. Okay. I, so... I think it's actually a split pot cuz it goes Act... by the matches. No, so, so, it's... so what happens is that actually Zavix so one of the two advantages on Zeef, Zeef had two, two successes and two advantages, and yes. one of his advantages was canceled, leaving him with two successes and one advantage, and Zavix with two successes. The four winning hand possibilities are two successes and two advantages is first place, four advantages is second place, two successes is third place, and two advantages is fourth place. Only Zavix has a scoring hand. So even though it's third place, he wins mm. and gets the <laughs> entire pot of 400 credits. Cha-ching! That's how nice. Hintaru works. Gentlemen, yeah. that was such a, a fine game. We have time for another? Um, I uh, I would like to just make it known that I'm, I'm drinking my, my drink and then uh, sort of just drunkenly say to the serving droid, you know, I got shot today. <laughs> as um, as oh, I'm just drinking my ruby bleels. And uh, uh, Worm is just going to be getting pally the with the Aqualish. The Aqualish that I gave a drink to. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, another guy at the bar pushes a drink in front of you, Zeef, after you say that <laughs> to the serving droid. We return to our Jedi at this point of the evening. Zavix's pot has grown from. 35 credits to 400 and now to a good 1200 credit. Not but bad. Yeah. The bank of the gamblers around him is seemingly endless and they seem pleased just to have an opportunity to have enough hands around the table to actually make a game worth playing. So they're willing to roll away. And as we return, Zavix is now comfortable enough with these other players to begin his investigation. So before we begin the game, Narset, what are you going to be doing? Are you still hanging out over here, or do you want to? So what I was going to do, seeing how, seeing how Zavix has like won a bunch of money, and a bunch of a bunch of people at the table have asked if I want to join into the game. I was thinking of like playing one or two rounds, seeing if I could get a couple of credits. And then going back downstairs and talking to Zeef about uh, what all the commotion was. Because when we first landed on the planet, he was in a, heart, a high-speed car chase. So That's I kind of want to talk. I kind of want to talk to him about his car chase. Right. Because if I have right. shitty dice, then I don't want to keep gambling, and I rather talk to our absolutely our, our and party member. Can still get information out of this room because he'll be up here, and. Because Zeef might also, Zeef might also like give us a place to stay for the night. 
Okay. Well, so you'll be rolling in... Since we've already paid him for fucking transportation. That's true. You'll be rolling in the game as well. Yeah. Depending on okay. how much money I make. If it goes poorly, it's one round. If it goes well, it might be like two rounds. And then we'll talk to the people who are also gambling at the table. You sure. feel me? Alright. Um, Zavix, you are left of the Hintaro, and you have your first poll this round. Uh, you've been here at the table for maybe an hour now. Uh, not too long that Zeef and Warm, um, you know, are wondering if, you know, you're going to come back down yet. Um, and, you know, you've accrued quite a pot in front of you. The other uh, gamblers around the table, you know, contributed to it equally. So they don't feel like they've lost too much overall, given, you know, that their stake itself has appeared to be endless as the game has gone on. And they've traded equal amounts between themselves over the course of the night as well. But your luck has been trending up, you know, at least in their eye. I guess the first thing that I'm going to do is, uh, if we're playing uh, the game, is uh, do we put down bets? Yes, you bet to begin the round. Uh, let's start with 50 credits. All right. The other gamblers around the table place their bets as well. The failing woman leans in towards you and says, Darling, you must begin to increase stakes. Oh, we'll get there. Failing, nice. All right. So you've got two advantage. So half of a good hand, you know, half of the se- uh, a second rank hand there in front of you. You guys can. Are you guys able to uh, increase the bet of the 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 NPC they're controlling? After after the first round, everyone gets it to increase the bet, and actually, everyone should have gotten a chance to now too. Yeah. So if you want to raise now. As your other gamblers, go ahead. What kind of gambler am I? What do you mean? You said I think you're a human. Am I okay? You are the human gentleman with the uh, scarf and the big grin. I am playing as the. His name is Kolvar. Uh, I am Rodez, the Thaline, and Dan is rolling for Pixel Clicks, the Rodian. So uh, my Rodian kind of everything like now. like sits back heavily and is like. Luck seems to be on your side today, my friend. What brings you to Ice Bowl? Oh, I just heard it was such a nice place to gamble. The uh, human gambler adjusts his scarf <laughs> kind of nervously. Usually is, but with all these others here these days, uh, hasn't been as favorable to uh, those of us of a different disposition. Fair enough. What do you mean? Just because, just because both... Uh, so, out of character, just because both you and I are... Uh, not human um, in this uh, heavily imperial. Oh, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, you're the Rodian. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I guess I just feel safe out here. Uh, it, not really too worried about myself uh, in, in that kind of manner, but if you think it's so bad, you know, maybe I won't be staying here so long. Unfortunate. Here there's some, uh, uh, there's some interesting sights around as well. Well, if you have the credits to pay for it, it's not too bad, but. One could always oh, wish for a different, a different outlook. The human chimes in. But I'm Imperials have always been nice credit. to me. <laughs> I don't know why you guys have a problem with him. They've always treated me just politely and friendly. The failing right, woman smirks over her already mad first rank pair and says, "He doesn't have all the luck." Narset, I'll roll for you now to see what your hand is. Do you want to use the force to influence this at all? Um, Since you have move, you can make a force power check as well, and then get a re-roll on your, you know, first round of rolling. And sorry, Zavix, you could do that too as well. 
I was gonna say, would would using the force powers on it make yeah, you can the use roll move. worse? <laughs> no, so since you don't have fine manipulation, you can't pick what face the dice land on yet, but if you make a force move check while you're rolling the dice, if you have pip from the roll, the force roll, you could get uh -huh. re-rolls not as the re-rolling phase, but just to be like, here are some other phases you could have gotten through the force kind of thing. And then you could gotcha. pick if you want that re-roll or not. And it's like a meta thing. You know what I mean? Because okay. you use the force to keep the die rolling. I don't like that face. Keep it going. And you push it a little further kind of thing. Do you want to do that or not as part of it? You don't have to activate uh, it. I was going to say, I, I guess it depends on what the what the dice face look like and how exactly You want me to include it? Sure. Okay. And sorry, Zavix. We can do that next time. I should have... Brought it to your time. I mean, he, he he did win like over a grand. Already, yeah. He's rolling hot tonight. Uh, so Narsek got. She uh, lost money. She'll want to reroll one of these two anyway, but she has it. So you have half of a third rank hand. See, shitty dice. Half of a second rank here. Narsek. I was gonna say it. It automat It already doesn't look like. Luck is on my side, so I'm probably not going to be gambling very much. I would say use use your turn to to maybe read some of these guys. The person I think that we should talk to in particular is either the financier, a human in blue, or Pontera, the human archaeologist, might know something that we need to know for the future. Is what I'm thinking. That's true. Archaeologists would know about the volcano, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But the financier, you got to pay for the volcano. He would know everything too. It's true. It's a it's a heavily weighted hand of NPCs around the bar, indeed. All right, so Narset flicks the die with the force, and it continues rolling, and she ends up with three advantages, showing. Uh, so half of a fourth place hand, and uh, the Faleen. She turns back and forth, and she says, "Well, for two people to walk in the door, you were certainly the right two. How lucky for us all. Uh, now there's another round of betting that goes all the way around the table with, you know, if you're going to, you know, see it or if you're going to raise between all of the betters and then everybody rolls again one of their dice if they want to, to get their hand to match. Zavix, you almost have a second place hand there, but like the failing woman is already sitting on, you know, on the win right there. But of course the Hintaru could destroy any of these hands. And if either of her symbols are canceled, then she has a hand that's worth nothing at all right now. And you I could still end up with something that would be scoring, you know, by improving your hand now. So that's why the second round of rolling is always worth it, because the subtraction there changes everything at the end. Right. It's that random element that also Sabak has where, oh, I had a great hand, but now the cards have changed. Right, again, you're first, and now's the time to, you know, try to increase this pot higher than it is. I'm, uh, I'm down to see it go up. I'd like to raise another hundred. Okay, because you could maybe get a second or fourth place hand out of this, and you're feeling lucky. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and you roll now, also, and then the next player gets to either, you know, see or fold or raise after you've rolled. So you will roll now. Two, uh, two whites, right? Exactly. Boom. All right, so you will have to spend a destiny point and take strain if you want to use the dark side, or you could have it stay on that face. As it is, you would have 
one success and three advantages, which is not a scoring hand. But you can also control how the Hintaro lands with a force check on that round if you want, and possibly take more dark side if you want, you know, and make that cancel out the faces that you need so that, you know, you affect that round as well, uh, okay. basically. No, I, I, so. like to, I like to let it roll. Okay, you're going to leave it here? Okay, excellent. Not taking a dark side. Hicks, things don't look too hot for you this hand. Yeah, so I think uh, as he is a gambler, he's going to realize that uh, this is not his round to uh, press his luck. I think he's going to bow out with this one. Okay. Uh, just because there's already the best winning hand on the board, and yeah, the, the most he could get is the basically the worst hand. So yeah, I think he's going to he's going to be out at this one. I don't right. know which hand is the best hand. So oh, right oh, now, has the, the failing hand. woman has, because she has two successes and two advantages, and two successes and two advantages is the top hand. So Scarf's so, yeah. going to roll as well. Um, is it still is it still BB, or is it down to 1B? Uh, Kovar, you're... Well, so you ha you can only roll re-roll one of your dice. Okay. And you want to re-roll that blank one so that maybe you can get two successes. And Okay, so you did not improve your hand this round. But you also saw him for 100 credits before you did that. Okay. The Faleen is going to see your bet, but she already knows she's winning. So she's not going to raise again. You know, that's how much you were comfortable in losing this round. And she won't press that any harder, you know. Um, if you want to press harder, she'll let you press harder first. And Narset, do you want to see or fold? You could potentially get the second rank hand right with what you have now you could end up winning if a success is cancelled you would end up with two advantages which is the fourth rank hand and she would have two successes and one advantage which doesn't make anything and david would have two advantage and one success which doesn't make anything so with the fourth ranking scoring hand and no one else with a scoring hand you would win this round with the hand you have that's how Hintaro works, baby. And the players around this table are doing those odds already in their head because, you know, they've been rolling and these dice for years. But right now, the hand you have could turn into a winning hand with you not re-rolling anything based on the Hintaro falling and canceling the proper face to give you a winning hand. Then I will not and, do it. You'll just see would... the bet? I don't have that much money, so... You have I enough can't. to see that, or do you not? How much did you have? 325. Oh, could, you could see this and stay in. Sorry, just a meta note. If uh, Zavix, you know, wanted to uh, not make it be too conspicuous how often he wins, he could uh, even do fine manipulation to ensure that you won, seeing as you're his companion. Are you gonna? Are you going to use the force and it's ensure gonna, that? It, it Maybe better to hold off on this one time. I bet pretty low with the fifty and the hundred. I, I was expecting to go a little higher. But if you need money to keep like playing in the game, which I think would be a good idea to do now, for well, you because we're gonna be on the planet. We have what, like all stuff. Eight hundred. P one. Yeah, I mean. It's a decent yeah. amount to start with. I say I'll roll it uh, if you want to keep playing. But if you want to go do other stuff, then I'll, I'll let it go. I mean, you guys have the force, so literally you could be having this conversation right now, you know, mentally, in character, and in fact, probably should. You think that would help us out? I mean, we'd be able to pay off uh, Zeef uh, right away. This is true. I just, I have seemed to have shitty luck trying to use the force 
for personal gain. So, but since you've had, you know, amounts of money, money this way, you should keep doing it. Go ahead and make the move check, Zavix. All right. Two four. Two white dice, and I'm gonna roll. Well, it doesn't matter. I rolled the Hintaru, but you can keep it rolling. And let's see if you've got a white pip or if you have to take strain and dark side points to do it or not. And the first usage of the force in this story is for gambling. Successful. Yes. So you successfully make the Hintaro continue to roll until it lands on an advantage, which affects, uh, yes, a threat, sorry, to cancel an advantage and has an impact everyone's hand. And now the uh, faintly woman, um, her spirits don't appear to diminish. I mean, they've all been losing, you know, all night, but winning just enough amongst each other to uh, keep their spirits up. And Narset is able to take the pot from the hand, which is oh, Narset, it looks 650 like... credits. Nice. Um, of which 500 is an increase of hers because 150 of those were her own credit. So uh, Narset gets 500 credits out of it. And 150 of those come from the 1200 you had, Zavix. So uh, make sure to demerit yourself those as well. Narset, yeah. are you staying for another? Um, are you going to stay or not? No, because I don't, again, I don't have like that much faith in. She's, she's wise to, to leave when she's ahead. You're wary of yeah. the force in this way, uh, using it this way. So yeah. Probably Fair enough. And talk to Zeef. Okay, so after showing up and taking a bunch of their credits, uh, you disappear, and um, the um, human gentleman in the scarf chuckles Zavix and says, well, certainly you are our types, I suppose. You have come to the right place, better than our other recent company, by a long shot. All right, Narset, you're heading down. I'll move you back down to the other floor. We come out of the turbo lifts. The Imperials who were drinking down on the main floor have returned to their tables, but uh, they look up and notice you when you come out of the turbo lifts. One of the hostess droids is already making her way across the floor towards you. However, she comes over and asks if all of the accommodations have been to your liking, Miss. Do you and your companion plan to be staying with the club long term? Would you like lodgings, sustenance, a drink? We currently have no shows scheduled. However, I can bring up a an entertainment directory for nearby systems if you like. Uh, drink, yes, and then if you could tell us how much it would cost to stay the night, that would be quite useful. We're not sure how long we'll be staying on this planet. Uh, she says that uh, it depends on what level of accommodation you want. Their most expensive suite the most currently updated pricing list, which was right before everything tanked when the Remnant moved in, mm -hmm. um, and the uh, last owner abandoned things to his Shalari and like, maintenance crew and headed for the hills and left things in the hands of like these seven last expatriates and like the Remnant moved in and a couple of turtles and these droids. So their most expensive suites are in like the thousands of credits range, but... Do you want, you know, uh, a suite with uh, accommodations for two uh, in the At least couple hundred credits a night range? For two people. Yeah. Just curious. But Smoking yes. or non? Non. All right. I don't so think it so. It will be 300 credits a night. Not the cheapest lodgings uh, on Iceball by far, but I don't think there's any more room on Zeep's couch. 
because Warm's been there for a while now. That's true. There's an Ithorian-shaped dent there that doesn't go away during the day. There's uh, a hammerhead groove in the cushion. Anymore. Exactly. <laughs> a racial slur, sir. Um, hey, you weren't right. an earshot. Now that you have settled, you know, they're, they're classy enough that you don't have to make a deposit. She says that your companion upstairs will be contacted by a server to handle the pay, miss. And then uh, she asks, um, she gestures towards the five empty tables over on this side of the upper floor by the turbo lifts and says that there is plenty of seating available here and she will bring you whatever you would like from the bar. Cool. All right. Um, Zeef and Warm are at a completely other bar, but she has now wandered off so you can move about wherever you want. You know that they were shooed into that other bar that's over on the other side of the main floor by the refreshers when you guys came in and weren't allowed into the main room of the club. To get over there, uh, you have to cross the desert of thirsty Imperial. Wait, why weren't we allowed Truman. over there? You were allowed. Uh, Me and you uh, were allowed wherever you want. You guys were. In. You were immediately brought into the high class part of the place, and Warm and Zeef were immediately shunted off into the public bar uh, that doesn't touch this part of the place. We're we're too distinctly alien for yeah. this place. We're not we're not core species. We're not Pantoran and Arcanian, so we get shuffled off. Gotcha, gotcha. Which we're both pretty used to. Uh, it was not like that here um, before the remnant guys showed up. The uh, guy who did run this place, who who left when like two Sentinel shuttles landed and you know sixty stormtroopers got out. You know he just got out of here uh, in his own shuttle. Like, he had opened the place up to, like, everybody in Fishtown long ago. And, like, this place was, like, the, the economy in Fishtown is tanking now because right. this place isn't doing the business it used to and was has been here for a long time. And Fishtown is kind of here because of it, you know, in a, in a way, certainly. Like, if they're not serving hundreds of dinners a night, like, they don't need the dock workers and the fishermen that they used to. And they're not providing those jobs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, makes sense. So, the remnant guys being here has like just messed up everything. Fish town. Yeah. yeah, they don't come out and like personally oppress, you know, the locals. Yeah, right. No, they just like. But you know, if they had an arcade, <laughs> they had an arcade floating yeah. above the town. They would do whatever they wanted. Nobody's comfortable when you find out a hundred stormtroopers live in the next neighborhood over. All right. So, do you want to make your way across the room over to the outer bar, or do you yes. want to wait for a drink out? Okay, so. Let's make a check to get through this sea of thirsty stormtroopers and imperial crewmen. This is like, this is Narset's biggest problem in this place. If you roll a despair, someone's grabbing your ass as you walk in. A 25-year-old woman That's has walked in. Uh, I don't know. Should it be a... If you want to no. stealth your way past them like a ninja, it will be a stealth check. Coercion? Okay, excellent. It's going to be hard. Three greens against three purples. There is a setback due to the fact that, yeah, no, these guys haven't seen a lady in months other than these robots. And there's like three females in the original expatriates who've stuck around. I'm let's just right say now that two of the robots have broken in some suspicious circumstances over the last few months. So, just saying. That's <laughs> No one's copied they to are it, the, but one of the droids don't work no more. So. They are the Betty Boop. Like, <laughs> they are protocol droids that all look like, like 
women in swimsuits <laughs> from the Clone Wars that the Huts had. You want you a know, cup of Jawa that's... juice? No, not that one. These are the ones from like um, the Clone Wars cartoon that are just like the silver silver limbs and the pink body, like the little the exactly the booby torso yeah. ones. Walk. I think they're called pleasure droids. Is what they're they are, no, they're they are they are BD. I had the stats up for them in a different window because. <laughs> Hilarious. I I Wikipedia to find you know they're, if they're there's B an official version of it. They're fucking B they're, series. They're made by the same people that make uh, battle droids. They're BD one thousands. They're called Betty Boops. Like yeah, they're Betty Boop droids. So weird. That's I wonder. Good. I wonder what the relation is Cigar, to the designation for, of, of Cal Cal Kestis's droids. That's BD one. He's a buddy droid. They are companion, not Very protocol dope. droids. They are companion. companion. And this is a that a one thousand series companion droid. You know, Top of the line. Uh, they, it took a lot to break that droid because it, you know, it might have had interfaces. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, interfaces, outer faces, a, broke them all. This is a full service. This is Canto Bite on Ice Ball. Everything that you would want from. We went to the worst place to build a place like this, and then built it so you can come here and look at the crab men on the beach. Fucking crab people, dude. They're so weird looking. Well, you're gonna meet them soon. I know. So you might not want to say that yeah, to them. You're going to get therm scissor punched. Narset, you are... I need to roll your coercion. You I'm sorry. That's yeah, what yeah. we're waiting for. Do you want to flip a force die to up one of your greens? Or flip a force point to up one of your greens to a yellow for this coercion check? Narset? No, it talks to me. I'll just tell them that I was raised by witches. <laughs> That's an icebreaker. Well, with three successes, uh, you do that three times across hey, the girl. floor um, and uh, make your way <laughs> over to uh, the public bar where uh, Zeef and Warham are. When the door from the main room opens and no one's expecting a drink, all the aliens uh, out here in the public bar always check to make, you know, because someday it's going to be a squad of stormtroopers. Right who come through that door, and it hasn't happened yet. But instead, it's a white-haired woman in a... Fur coat. Huge, yeah, huge white and cream fur coat. Uh, you saw her before. She's a stranger to everyone else in the bar. Uh, but the chatter immediately picks back up. Um, and there is a space at the bar for you. There is an elderly human gentleman with a shock of blue hair at a table in the corner. Um, and he indicates that you could have a seat with like a gesture of his drink as well. Uh, but there's room for you at the bar. There is a Betty Boop serving droid with a limp behind the bar. She couldn't move around the main floor as quickly as necessary after an incident a week and a half ago. Uh, so now she's out here at the public bar where there's less travel necessary. Uh, she looks up and says, Do you need a drink, sweetheart? I ordered one and it's on the way, I think. I can't tell if the if the spot next to Zeef is open. It is school. if you want it to be, and I just moved some figures around so it certainly uh, is, and you can uh, squeeze yourself in there right away. Is this elderly blue-haired gentleman the same one that passed me a drink? He is, okay. yes. Absolutely. He is another one of the original patrons of this club, but he has been here longer than any of the youngsters who are upstairs gambling right now, and he's not going to leave, basically. At this point, but he's also not going to be in the same room as those fascists, as he put it. So, perfect. He's out here drinking now. He much prefers the company out here at this bar to the other room. Yeah. So you can squeeze in there right next to Zeef. So I definitely. So I go in and take a seat next to Zeef, and I ask him about how you know when we when me and uh, 
uh, Zavix first flew in, we noticed that you were, you know, you were kind of in a high-speed car chase there. What if, uh, kind of, what was, what was going on about that? That was your speeder, was it not? Zeef kind of gives Narset uh, a guarded look, and it says, Entire planet of things going on, and you happen to stumble across me and my speeder? Must be nice having the skills of a Jedi. It would definitely come in handy in my line of work. Did we tell you that we were Jedi? You mentioned the Force. You talked about the Force guiding you here, and I kind of, as a detective, was able to put two and two together pretty quickly, so... I was going to say, it's a bold assumption if you to think that, that we're Jedi. Zeef would say, if, if you've come to this planet following the Force and you're not Jedi, well then you must be fools. But uh, I'm just a Gungan. I just, you know, I'm just a gumshoe here, following the cases. Right now I'm working a, a weird drug case. Had a foreman OD on some spice that didn't come from here, and... Uh, Actually, kind of glad you guys asked me for this ride to the casino because I've got a contact here who might be able to fill fill in some of these blanks for me. Well, maybe we can continue to help each other then. Because one, what is it about this planet that would make someone who's a Jedi or Force sensitive curious to visit it? And two, you know, since you've helped us get a ride here, maybe there's some way that we can help you with your uh, current investigation drug problem. Yeah, that's very possible, although I'm not sure if two respectable core Jedi like yourself are going to want to get mixed up in what I've got going on. It's a pretty ugly business here, traced all the way back to Nar Shaddaa. Some of the other patrons of the bar have made notice of the conversation uh, and the direction it's been going at this point. And an Aqualish who's been drinking over by the door uh, gets up and well, let's just across. Say, let's say that I've, like have my couple run-ins with some fortune tellers. Maybe not Jedi necessarily, but like, I've met some people who are, and I've seen some weird things and wouldn't be surprised what the Force can do. But what's so special about this volcano that we've like heard about? Like, do they make something there? Is there something that gets pulled off of this planet that like kind of draws people in? Warum sets his drink down uh, heavily on the bar says they're making starship fuel up at the uh, factory it's a pretty hot commodity right now and the uh, huts have a tight grip on where it's all going uh, the refining clouds on 36 up there yeah fuel prices have gone crazy since CERN Fidel. so on the so the current planet we're on the fuel is going to outside sources not governmental sources so the huts are able to control its outflow this planet is in hut space it's in hut space more information about the history of the factory and how it is in hut control and all of that. Um, maybe some of the factory workers here might know, but Warm and Zeef probably don't know the direct particulars of all of that. But I definitely know the answers to those questions, um, yeah. you know, uh, that you're speculating about. Um, the Zeef, the was guys, it factory workers that died. Yeah, he was a foreman up there at the factory. Uh, he lived here in here in Fishtown, but uh, he worked up there in the city. He didn't just put a dabble of his jet fuel into his death sticks and die from that. That's not what it's looking by. I, I, uh, I took it to my droidsmith friend. He owes me a couple favors, and he had one of his diagnostic droids go over the body, and it was pretty clearly raw, unprocessed spice of a higher grade than anything I've seen here on Ice Ball before. So whoever got it, they got it from off-world, and they're bringing it in most likely without the Hut's knowledge, because... The Huts have a pretty good control over their workforce, and they're not trying to have any deaths. So. Even if it was the Hut's own product, yeah, but they the wouldn't Huts, care. The I, product. I don't them. see the Huts moving a product to kill off their own workforce. You know, they're not. They're, they only allow them to get the low-level 
less dangerous drugs into their system anyway. So he didn't. Oh, so he didn't die from taking too much of it. He died from it just being bad stuff. That's that's hard to say. He probably just died from taking it because it's he does he has a tolerance for like gunjack spice and lower stuff. And this is like it's pure Colombian glitter stem right here, man. I'm trying to trace it back to its source. And based on my little encounter so, that apparently you know all about, Mister Mister Not so, Quite a Jedi, as you say. Well, I mean, hey, yes. we just flew down and saw you in a car chase. I'm just asking, you know, potentially what your car chase was about. Yeah, so it's it's completely related. I traced the drugs back to this warehouse, found a couple uh, found a couple guys inside were processing it, and a guy was taking a hologram message from someone off world. That's uh, what brings me here. Is I've got a I've got a contact here at the works here in the casino who might be able to put me in touch with someone back on Narshada. I have my suspicions about who might be behind this. Do you know who your contact is, or have you not met him before? He is a member of the cartel, actually. Um, he is another Aquash from the factory, and you just know that you can meet him here. This is his hangout, and yeah, he has, in fact, come over at a point during this conversation and uh, puts a hand on your shoulder and goes, Zeefy, what are you doing coming into the bar yelling about Jedi like a fucking idiot? <laughs> fucking idiot. I hold up my Ruby you know, Blails. Hey, I got shot today. He looks at that and he goes, You did. You're in the dangerous line of work, Zeefy. I keep saying you need to come and make another application over at the Bounty Hunters Guild. They'll put you in some proper armor before you go and get yourself shot at. How'd you get yourself shot today, Zeef? Misa not and why are to go you cursing here in my bar? <laughs> you can't, you know you can't come in here into the bar with a blaster <laughs> hole in you and not tell me what happened. If you didn't want to tell me what happened, you would have gone and drank somewhere else. Uh, there was, there were some disagreements up, uh, up in the city earlier, what can I say? Someone, uh... What kind of disagreements? Who's got blasters in the city? Not the boss's guys. You didn't have a disagreement with the boss's guys, did you, Zephy? Look, there's nothing you need to worry about professionally here. I was following up a lead. Some new guys from out of town. Things new little... guys out of town? Things got a little Zephy. carbonated. Carbonated. Zephy, there's new guys working in town. You should definitely tell me these things so that I can kick it up to the boss. Well, actually, I was kind of hoping you I'd run into you here. You know you these kind of things. Well, that's, that's why I'm here, man. I was kind of hoping I'd bump into you to see if you could run this up the chain, or maybe you knew a little bit about it. Mm. I've got uh, I've got some theories here, and I'm wondering, have you heard anything about the Karkaro brothers recently? He leans back at you, and he blinks his big, aquish eyes at you. He goes, The sharks? Yeah, they're on Narshida, Zephy. They don't work here. I know they're swimmers, but the water's too cold here on Iceball. They'd freeze. Not for great whites. I mean, that's what I thought, too. Why do you think I'm here in the first place? But uh, I've got reason to believe that if, if they don't have a footprint here, they're on their way. Zephy, I'm going to run this up to the boss. Maybe you should go talk to them tomorrow. Go into the city and talk to the spider. Let him know what you know. Hmm. You know we don't have to work against each other, Zephy. I know you like your independent operation, but really, you should go talk to the guild. You'd be getting better rate than all this piecework you got. I don't know. You're not working. Misa not interested right in now, those pencil Zephy. pushers. He blinks and he goes, Zephy, those pencils push paper all across Hut space. If you ever want to work anywhere but this ice ball, you're going to do it with the guilt. He I signals for the droid behind the bar to uh, get you another ruby brought out from the main floor. And he goes, Thanks for telling me about the shark, Zephy. 
I'll make sure Spider knows, but you should go talk to him, or he's going to bring you in to talk to him. You know, you don't want to get caught in that web. Yeah, thank you. I'll do that. You're a wonderful human being. He blinks and he goes, Zeefy. He uh, puts his hands up on either side of Narset's head. He goes, we can't talk like that in front of the off-worlders. We want this place to do well. He's like, yeah, you're right. We need to hold on to our high-end clientele here, don't we? He says, once again, go talk to Spider. If they've got problems in Fishtown, you know the cartel would love to help solve your problems out here in Fishtown, Zufi. That's why I'm here. If you need the cartel to help you deal with your problems in Fishtown, go talk to Spider. I'll go see Spider tomorrow. I'm sure uh, we'll have plenty to talk about. Make sure, sure, get make sure the Huts know about pack. the Karkaro brothers. I will. I will. I'm sure Spider will want all the detail. He says, Get yourself a stim pack now, Zephy. And then he saunters back over to the end of the bar to continue uh, rubbing shoulders with uh, his Gagoran bodyguard down there. I mutter something to him under my breath, but I do it as I'm like taking the drink, so it's just blah, 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 blah. Excellent. So your cartel contact knows that the Karkaros are here. He thought that they were still on Narshida because they're not part of the cartel. You know what I mean? Right, they're, 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 they're like a small, that... a small side crew of their own. Right. For them to try to set up like a permanent operation on another planet like this. Like, it's bold. It's, it's kind ambitious. of big scope. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so he backs off and you and Narsec can continue. Maybe not shouting about whether people are Jedi or not with stormtroopers <laughs> right in the other room. You know? That's but, probably uh, a good idea. As the Aquash leaves, I'll turn to Nar Narset and be like, yeah, he's a, he's a nice guy, but I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. I was going to say, anyone who calls you Zephy, you know... Only him and Misa Mama. <laughs> Anyone who adds I-E to anyone's, or E-Y to the end of anyone's name obviously has some questionable, questionable, uh... Motives. Thank you, yeah, that word. Yeah, so... Agendas, they had gems. The warm's right there. Just give him a look like, yeah. well, guess we're seeing Spider tomorrow. Prepare yourself. This fucking guy again. Kind of a difficult question for Warham since he's, like, sleeping on a couch. But, uh... So it's kind of expensive to spend, to like stay the night at the lodgings here. Do you know anywhere where we can get an affordable, you know, comfortable accommodations that are more within a, an affordable price? That's not a resort. Uh, so uh, Warham... Somewhere low key. Uh, so Warham uh, kind of thinks for a moment and uh, then he says, well, I was staying on my ship until uh, it was impounded, but I was lucky enough to uh, get in good with Zeef here. I'm staying at his place now. I could try the uh, bar down by the docks. Uh, they have uh, some rooms to let for the boys when they come in. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't be assuming that they have tons of money to spend automatically. So yeah, I'll probably. Take I mean, a these are these are fishermen and the like. They're uh, they're not rolling in dough like they are here. Sounds like a plan. All right. So Zavix, you're still at the Hintaro table. Do you want to try to? get any information about yeah actually so before, you know what's going that, on on the world yeah so now that um narsen is gone i would actually like to to maybe yell out to not yell out but like call over to uh contera the human archaeologist and ask her if she wants to join us for a hintaro game as well she uh shares a look with the agruda woman over there at the bar as well 
then shrugs and says, Sure. And comes over to join you guys at the table, and she'll roll last this round. All right. Hicks, you will set the first bet this round as the Ntaro has proceeded around the table. So Hicks glances at uh, the Pantoran sitting next to him and says, uh, Let's uh, re-up the ante a little bit. Give me a chance to make back some of my money here. Let's set it at 100 credits to start. All right. Go ahead and roll your dice, Hicks. Kolvar says, Finally! (laughs) And uh, after rolling, uh, he just kind of sits back heavily in his seat. He's just, the dice are not with him today. Uh, Rodez chuckles and says, Dear, you lose your money on here. Kolvar matches and then raises to 150 credits and says, Winning money back, eh, Hicks? You're going to have to roll better than that. And then doesn't do much better himself. All right. Rodez sees the initial ante, but doesn't sit any further beyond Colvar's raise. Hicks, are you going to um, see that raise by Colvar or not? Yeah, Match he'll the stay raise. in it this time. Yeah. Okay, cool. Rodez is going to roll. He gets a decent enough hand, and then Terra asks a glance around the table and says, You've all been busy. Is that what you're here for? Dice games? And then roll nothing. Says, This is why I prefer digging in the dirt. And now Zavix uh, fits around to you. I would say I'm more interested in, uh, in hearing about uh, what you know about the local area. Have you found anything of interest? I'm going to go ahead and call the 150, okay. and I'll go ahead and roll now. All right. Success and two advantages, which let's look at what everybody's hands are after this first one. So Hicks has a potential fourth place hand. Colvar has a potential third place hand. Zavix and Rodiz both have potential second place hands. Contera could maybe get in with a fourth or third place hand. And then the Hintaro is going to be rolled. Contera frowns at her dice and says, I've had slightly more luck with the huts than I have with these dice. I haven't been able to look inside the crater itself yet, but I've climbed around these mountains plenty. Even colder up there than it is outside. And that's what she's going to give up now before the second round of betting. And Hicks, uh, you have an opportunity to stay in or not and to raise at this time. Uh, Hicks, I don't think is going to raise, but, uh, will re-roll his blank die. All right. And Zavix, you're going to make a social skill check, too. Yeah, um, I was looking at, uh, would I use cool? It's not, like, Fonzie cool. It's, like, Han Solo getting the drop on it's composure. Rita. Cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, okay, you so would I'm use not, charm. I will never be, this This game, I won't be uh, showing my, my poker face Well, it would all. be, it would be charm. Yeah, yeah. Cool is that, um... Charm is like if you want to be like you personable. know personable, basically. You could also yes, potentially exactly. do intimidation where people are afraid to look at your face. Yeah, you can try to coerce her. Tell me what you know. They're scared to make yeah, eye contact kind of with thing. you and trying to read if you've got a tell or not. Like so Hicks, like that. that's what you've got uh, after the second round of rolling. Colvar, uh, you can potentially get a third place hand here. Do you want to raise the bet or not? Raise it to two hundred. All right, cool. All right, go ahead and roll one blue die. Okay, so you have a success there, and once the Hintaro gets rolled, that could leave you with a third-place hand. Not a bad result. Not too shabby. Um, no, exactly. 
Rodez says, Your luck might finally be turning around. Well, let's see if mine continues or not. And she's going to raise by another 50 and bring it up to 250. And you'll all get a chance to fold or not, or stay before the Hintaro gets rolled. And she re-rolls the die that has one advantage on it. But it lands on the same face, and she frowns at Polvar and says, Might actually be your hand this time, dear. Kintera uh, has no chance of, you know, having a winning hand at all. And she goes, I know at least enough about this game to know that I'm not going to win this hand. But thanks for inviting me over. And she just uh, waves her hand at the dice. She's going to bow out of this round. And now it's around to use Avix. So you could make a first place hand from here. And the best hand that could be made by any of the other players at this time is a third place hand. After the yeah, I'll definitely roll to uh, roll to have a first place hand on this one, but can I, I'll raise it up to uh, 300. All right, that certainly uh, everyone's been raising, but Hicks Hicks has probably been reacting to every raise around here, as he's just been more and more set on folding before the Hintaro was rolled. Yeah, uh, he's, uh... Again, this hand. All right, Zavix, go ahead and roll your blue and your move check as well. Please. All right, well, the light side is with you. So you can either have it land on the second best hand there or make it the best hand, you know, with the force. Either way, just freaking luck is with you. Right. Um, Hicks, yeah. I assume you're folding. Yeah, so Hicks uh, glances at the other players <laughs> and what they have and says... I mean, uh, you busted as soon as you rolled your second, you know, your first re-roll at that point. Yeah, so he looks at what everyone else has, kind of sighs and says, A good evening to you, gentlemen, but uh, this gambler knows when the dice aren't with him. And he's going to head over to uh, the bar, I think, and uh, Fair enough. sorrows a little. Excellent. Kintera's able to get more comfortable there next to you now, Zavix, uh, as you shuffle around the table. All right, Kolvar, you could, you know, again, end up with that third place hand with uh, Rodiz in fourth place and this, you know, new guy busting if the Hintaro falls how you like. So are you going to see these next two raises and stay in? Um, yes. Stay I mean, in. you know he's going to use the force. To right, it, right, right. But just for the sake know. of sake of creating Absolutely. a game. Absolutely. Yes. Sure. And so is um, the Phalene's... There's no payout. For second, for third place anyway, so he's just hanging in there just because, I guess. Zavix, you're going to make a force check, and I'm not even going to roll the black die, and we'll see if you have to, you know, flip a destiny point and take conflict or not to use your force power, and uh, then you can clean up and finish filling your pockets and move to the bar. All right, you have one white pip, so you can use move with no conflict and ensure that you win the hand which brings your coffers from the 1050 it was last round after you lost 150. You get another three, five, fifty, seven, eight hundred and fifty credits. So you've got 1900 yeah. nice. um, out of your initial investment. Um, and the, after Narsic comes in and leaves, Kantera comes in and completely gets like no faces at all on her first roll and you continue cleaning up. Um, the rest of the gamblers here are going to follow Pixelbeck lead and head over to the bar as well. And uh, Kolvar says, you'll stand us around, certainly, and indicates your winnings. Oh, of course, of course. All right, cool. You all head over to the bar. 
a hundred of your credits are turned into drink for the rest of the group around the um, table. The human gentleman in the blue robe uh, stops the waitress droid when you try to pay and has it put on his tab and says, hopefully you'll be staying with us, sir. You can put That's the savings the towards here, your right? club dude. Yeah, he says, you can put the savings towards your club dude. Uh, and uh, grins. He says, Rathameth, my good sir. Sylvester Rathameth, pleased to meet you. Well, hello, Rathameth. It's, it's good to meet you as well. What would you uh, recommend I stay here for, besides taking the rest of your money? He chuckles. He says, not my money, sir. Only these gentlemen who've joined you at the table. He says, there's splendid vistas here on Ice Ball. Also, the factory up on the mountain, I have a certain amount of investment in. And, you know, perhaps you can stay. We can sew things off to you. Certainly we can entice you. Whatever your vices are, here the expatriate club will see to it that they are satisfied. I would love to see the vistas up at the factory tomorrow. That was that sounds pretty good. To be continued.